This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, everybody, welcome to the Titans Time Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. My name is Tanner Staggs. I'm here, as always, with my brother, Tyler Staggs. And this is our first time on a live show of Titans Time. We got our game preview for the Titans and Bills game, prime time on Monday night. Tyler, as uh, we start to wait on some people to roll in here, go ahead for the podcast that we're going to upload after this. Uh, let everybody know how they can support the show. Yeah, if you want to support the podcast, go check out our merch. All you have to do is go to titans-time.myshopify.com slash collections slash all. Check out our shirts. We have hoodies up now, uh, hats, like the beanies. You know, it, It's getting close to, well, it is fall time. Winter time's coming. So you need some of them, those uh, clothes to stay a little bit warmer when you're going outside. Also, if you're watching here on YouTube, make sure to back out of the live chat. Look at that subscribe button. If it's red, click it. Turn it gray. Turn on the post notifications so you never miss when we upload a video. Like the video. Make sure you share the video. We want to get some people in here uh, interacting with us, even if they're Bills fans. We want to interact with some Bills fans. After the show, go down, leave us some comments on your thoughts on the show and for the upcoming game. For the people who are going to be listening to the audio version later on, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave us a five-star rating, and leave us some comments. We'd love the interaction. I mean, we've been building up to this moment of going live because we're wanting more interaction with our fans and other Titans fans to get other opinions. That's right. And also make sure that you're with us on social media, on Twitter, it's Titans underscore time on Instagram, Titans Time Podcast, and on Facebook, Titans Time. So, Tanner, it's time to get into this. Start talking about this game some. Um, I mean, it, <laughs> another, you could really say second time in the last two years that these teams have been on primetime against each other because you had the Tuesday night game last year. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, the the Titans absolutely blew them out last season. Um, but the Bills have been extremely impressive so far this year. I mean, we were talking about it earlier today. They, I mean, they've been the best team in the league, in my opinion, so far. Um, so it's, I, I don't think it's going to be a Titans blowout this time. Um, well, would you really say the best team in the league, or just the? I mean, I know for sure the AFC. But I mean, I've, you look, I personally think you look over at the, the NFC. The I mean, I you can definitely make that argument. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I, and I mean, who else are you are you going to argue for here? I mean, I, I do think that the Cardinals have been good, but I, I don't see yeah, them well, being a better team than than the Bills. For the Cardinals, is it like the 
do you think it's like the Steelers last year where the Steelers started off undefeated and then kind of fell apart towards the end of the season? Do you see that being the case with them? Or do you think that the Cardinals actually might be the top team in the NFC and especially the NFC West? You know, I don't know because they have a better quarterback. I mean, it's not like the situation last season where you have big Ben, um, I mean, they've got Kyler Murray. He's he can scramble. He he's been throwing the ball good this year. So I, I don't think it's that type of situation. Um, I still think that the Bills have a better team all around, though. And well, I mean, we're obviously going to get into that as we get uh, a little later into the show here. But it looks like we've uh, got Titans Rossi in here. Go ahead and throw his comment up on the screen. Yeah, we'll we'll throw say hi to a couple people. We got uh like you said, Titans Rossi. Saying what's up, guys? Tighten up, uh, tighten up, Rossi. Definitely, sometime when we start doing when we do another one of these live shows, we're gonna have to get you on here with us to uh, talk some Titans. Who knows? Maybe I, I don't think we'll be able to do one for a live show for our review of this game, but you know, maybe uh, after the Kansas City game or something like that, we can go live and get uh, Rossi on here with us. I'm just gonna tell you, he's been a big help with. Uh, helping me get this live stream stuff set up because yeah absolutely our, our first time doing this i'm texting him asking him questions like hey how do i do this how do i set up this link where do i find it at also uh got my wife in here saying let's go titans time so yeah i got got a couple people in here uh starting off hot hey i mean having anybody in here is is i mean better than i expected i mean I was telling you a couple months ago, like, uh, I, I'm kind of afraid to go live. I don't know if we'll have anybody in there. Um, but let's get into the the news and headlines uh, coming up on this game. Uh, and, and Titans Rossi's already throwing some of them out there in the comments. Um, get into the injury hey, report. Yeah, he, he's not stealing you thunder or anything. Oh, I know, I know. Man, we're fixing to get into that injury report. And I'll just leave his comment up here and you go ahead and hop into it, Tanner. Yeah, because that's... Uh, that's definitely the worst thing we've seen on the injury report so far. Uh, but let's go down through this. Uh, the guys that pretty much have, have their status put out there already um, for Christian Fulton and Monty Ross, both those guys are going to be out. And then we've got Corey Blassingame questionable. We've got Jeremy McNichols questionable. And then Chester Rogers, he's also um, going to be questionable for the game. Um, but he was limited actually in practice today. Um, one, one guy that kind of shocked me on here, uh, is Bud Dupree. He did not practice yesterday, uh, but he was a full participant today. So it looks like he should be ready to go. Um, that's what it's looking like. And I'm going to say that yesterday it was okay. He had strung together a couple practices. We don't play until Monday. Let's let him have a Friday to rest. See how his knees looking everything else, and then get him back out there on Saturday. He can rest on Sunday, and let's see, you know, if, if it's responding well, because that's right. going to be the main thing. Right, yeah. Um, like you and Rossi both have mentioned, Matt Fulton being out, that is – Caleb Farley better be ready to go. And it, yeah, it kind of sucks for him because with how Fulton has been playing – in my opinion, that has took some pressure off of Farley. Even though uh, Jenkins has been playing bad, or I say bad, not great, 
Um, people have been calling for Farley to be out there, but we don't want him to come back too quick, and you you want him to ease in because after being out there for a little bit week one, then not being in games for a couple of weeks, he already had some rust. So now we're fixing to throw him back out there against possibly Diggs sometimes, Sanders, Cole Beasley. I mean, he's going to have a tall task no matter who he's going up against. So he better buckle that chin strap tight and be ready to go. Yeah, and I mean, like you mentioned, Christian Fulton being obviously stepping up as as the number one guy um, this year, it's definitely, I feel like, taking a lot of pressure off of Farley because if you don't have uh, Fulton stepping up and being that number one, I mean, Fulton, he's been great this season. Um, he's been the best cornerback. He's allowed only a 43.2% completion percentage on 32 targets. If you compare that to Janoris Jenkins, who also has had 32, he's been targeted 32 times. He's allowed a 68.8% completion rate. So, I mean, in my opinion, he he's not been great at all. Um, I don't think he is cornerback one material. So, yeah. if you don't have Fulton stepping up there, you have a lot more eyes on Farley saying, okay, what's going to happen with this first-round pick here? This this kid's supposed to be really good. Uh, right. When are we going to see him out on the field? <laughs> because let's just be honest. As Titans fans, we can overreact sometimes. Um, uh, true. We can. <laughs> so, we're calling for Farley to be out there. But if Farley goes out there and he's getting smoked and just every play they're going at him, lighting him up, then we're going to be like, okay, we we wasted a first-round pick on him. Like, come, But if you step back and really look at it, it's like, all right, he hasn't really had a chance to get out there. This is going to be his first game of getting out there and really playing probably the whole game. I mean, unless they decide to throw Breon Borders out there. I mean, yeah, we're, and I mean we're, we're just assuming that Farley's going to get the start. Right. We, we don't know um, for sure. I mean, I, I definitely think it's possible that you see borders out there. They've they've definitely been, it seems, babying uh, Caleb Farley into this. Uh, so it really wouldn't shock me if you saw Breon, Breon Borders go out there. Um, but it seems like we've, just these past few weeks, been spending a lot of time at the beginning of the podcast going over this injury report. And, I mean, honestly, that's because the one that we have this week is still a long one, but, like, it makes the one from it, last week as- look it makes the one from last week look like nothing. Yeah, look like. Well, I mean the the one from last week looked like a book compared. Yeah, yeah. To, that, no, that's what that's what I'm saying. One. It makes. Right. It, I mean, and, I, I guess and, I said that backwards, but. Yeah, it, but Rossi coming in with another comment. Uh, you know, the best news he's heard all day is that Dupree's playing. I mean, yeah, I agree. With I, that. I, I'm definitely hoping that that's the case that he is actually playing, and it's not one of those things where he's practiced pretty much all week and then he's going to be. Uh, healthy scratch for the game. Like we need right. all hands on deck for this game. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it obviously looks like Julio is going to be back out there. Um, so, I mean, we're kind of bouncing back here from the injury bug that's been going on. We were just talking about, um, but still we've, I mentioned this to you earlier today. We've hardly got to see this team at full strength throughout the season. So, I mean, that's something to stay optimistic about here. Uh, and, even, and that's the thing. If we got this team at full strength, are we talking about the Titans being the best team in the AFC right now? I mean, 
you know, that's an argument that you technically could make. Yeah, because you don't, I mean, you, you don't know what it's going to look like because they've had so many injuries here to start the season. Um, but, another, I mean, another thing to mention is you said earlier today that there currently were only 51 players active on the roster. So could you see Imani Hooker or Darrington Evans end up being activated for this game? Out I mean, of those two, who do you think would be more important to get back out there? Out of Hooker and Evans. Uh, I think who, they're both. Because I know McNichols is questionable. He he didn't practice today, right? Or was he limited? Right. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, he did not practice today. So, so I'm going to say there's a I don't good know, chance between that those guys, out. I mean. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I might, yeah, my Wi-Fi is—it's kind of slowing down a little bit here, so I'm I'm having a little bit of trouble. But um, between those two guys, I don't know. I would say that they're kind of even because you've got Fulton out, which kind of leaves a little bit of uncertainty in the secondary. So having Amani Hooker back there at safety could be of help. You also have Darrington Evans, who would fill that role, I assume, of Jeremy McNichols, who comes in as that third down back uh, on passing that- downs. That's the biggest thing is, especially if McNichols doesn't play, you can make the argument that both of them are important because it's like, okay, we need that other running back behind Henry for when he does need a rest. And, I mean, we need Hooker back. I Yeah. I thought when Crookshank first started filling in, his first game that he filled in, that he'd done a decent job. but. Over the last couple of games, he—I I mean, he hasn't been that hasn't been it. His coverage well, is not that good, and it—I think it would pay off to get Hooker back. It would help. I mean, let's be honest. More. This is not the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is not the New York Jets. This is the Buffalo Bills. So you've got to have all hands on deck for this game. I mean, anybody that is somewhat capable of going out there and playing as far as your starters goes, they've, they've got to be busting it to get out there and try to play. I mean, they had the, the bills have just been pretty much destroying teams since week one, week one, they had that loss to the Steelers. And then after that, they shut out uh, the dolphins. They played Washington after that, then the Texans, then, you know, the next big matchup for them was the Chiefs. And you knew it was like a revenge game for them against the Chiefs because of the AFC Championship game last year. I mean, you had Stephon Diggs, who stayed out on the field after that loss, watching the Chiefs celebrate. So you knew that he was going to be even more motivated. I think he actually only ended up with a couple of catches, but... One of them, the the ball, the deep ball to him was a little bit underthrown, but it seemed to me like he caught it and he just stopped running. Like he caught it and he looked around while walking, I guess thinking that no one was around him. And right. uh, But he, he could have walked into the end zone or ran away from the guy. And I, he's going to be a handful. And this, like I said, this could be a revenge game for them after last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're coming in after getting embarrassed 42 to 16 when P. 
people were saying last year, oh, this is one of the top teams in the AFC. And now we're saying they're the top team possibly in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, they've played great so far this year. And, I mean, they were playing great last year. And then it was like that Tuesday night game. I, I don't know. Maybe they they try to put a little bit of that on the fact that the game was postponed. And, I mean, I believe they did. I can't really think back that far. Um, but I, they're definitely going to be coming out and trying probably to put this game away as early as possible. Um, but let's go ahead and pull up some more comments. And then while you're doing that, I also want to ask uh, in the chat, I mean, what do you guys think? About, I mean, what do you think about the Bills? You think where do you think they are as far as the NFL rankings? You think they're kind of at the top? Um, I definitely feel like they're probably the best team in the AFC right now, at least until the Titans get completely healthy and, and we see what's what's going on with them when they're at full strength. Yeah, so we have Bryce Pratt in here saying, "What's up, man? How's it going? What's going on? How's it going, man?" Uh, Titan Anderson in the building saying it's time for some TTP, and man, we are doing great. How are you doing? Just ready for this Monday night showdown. What's going on, TA? Thanks for stopping by. And we'll, uh, you know, when they start answering that question, uh, we'll start pulling up some of their comments and thoughts on where they think the Bills rank right now. But, yeah, I mean. In the meantime, I mean, this is kind of what I have on the Bills. There, there's a lot of things that they're the best in the league at right now. I mean, one of those things has been protecting Josh Allen. They've only allowed five sacks, and that's tied for the best in the league. Um, honestly, a lot of that is probably the fact that, like you mentioned earlier, they've been killing every single team. So, I mean, they've been ahead and been either running the ball or getting the ball out quick with short passes, just keeping that clock running. Um, but, I mean – Bud Dupree should be back, like we mentioned earlier. Um, and then, obviously, Harold Landry will be a big part of that, too. Landry leads the team. He's got nine quarterback hurries, four and a half sacks on the year. So, hopefully, um, I mean, with adding Bud Dupree in there and then the way that Harold Landry's been playing, they can get to him um, and, and kind of disrupt things early as far as their passing game goes. Well, and another bad thing is, Josh Allen is one of those quarterbacks who can use his legs to avoid the rush and make you pay. I mean, you know, we we joke around about the Ravens a lot, their best running back being uh, Lamar Jackson. But you look at this Buffalo Bills team, and you could make the argument that their best running back is Josh Allen. I mean, yeah. the dude will can terrorize teams with his legs. I mean, he's hurdling Chiefs guys to Dude, get a first that was down. Insane. I mean, are you, I, I completely forgot about that until you brought it up. But I'm I'm literally watching the game, and it's like that's Madden like. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that happened, and then they replayed it in slow motion, and I'm just like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. And like that's the thing is, he can kill you with his legs like that. But he's also a bigger body quarterback. So even if you get back there to him, he's hard to take down. So, you know, what do you do in that situation? And like you said, I'm just wondering if we can get some of that offensive line protection that they have. Yeah, I know. I mean, you're looking at five sacks compared to 20 sacks. And uh, it looks like we have had some people uh, get in the comments a little bit more. Uh, 
my wife saying going to be a really tough team to beat. She says, as long as I'm seeing the Titans play like the Titans, I won't be mad about it. Depends on which Titans team we're talking about. That's what I was about to say. say. TA says that he's getting ready to see Halloween kills again. Matt, we've been hearing mixed reviews on that. I'm excited to see it. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but I I haven't either. I, I would like to see it. Um, but some people saying it's bad. Some people saying it's good, but you know, like the old saying goes, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. So, uh, but yeah, let, let us know what you think about it. Um, Bryce saying that's going to be a good ass movie. I hope so, because I'm going to be disappointed if it's not. <laughs> Rossi telling everybody to hit that like button. Yes, make sure to go hit that like button. We really appreciate it. And then T.A. saying that he's a huge slasher, uh, Mark. So, hey, I, 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 Mike Myers, I mean, he's one of those guys that, you know, not to get too much off of <laughs> what we're really wanting to talk about here, but He's one of those guys, I'm going to tell you, when I've seen that first, whenever I watched the original Halloween, I was a little freaked out at first. Now that I've gotten a little bit older and everything, I'm like, all right, I, I can handle these movies, but that wouldn't want to be a dude I'd, I'd want to run into. I like that they're making some new ones now because it's like the old movies, like, I mean, they were obviously good in their time, but making them with like all the new technology and stuff that they have now, they're just so much better. Yeah, sure. So, uh, but yeah, back hey, to- like you mentioned just a second ago, um, I, I know you mentioned, and I was going to get to this, the fact that um, the Titans gave up, they've given up 20 sacks on the year. Um, and I feel like that's something that this Bills defense is really going to exploit because it's not like we've played any incredible pass rushes. I mean, it's not like the Jaguars are, are coming out and, just putting, you know, five, six sacks on everybody. Um, the rookie in Buffalo, though, Gregory Rousseau, he's only got three sacks on the season, but he's been, like, incredible so far, I, in my opinion. And he's one of those guys, he's extremely athletic. He can get around the edge really well. So that's a guy that I'm I'm kind of nervous to see. Um, I, I don't know. I, I hope that they can come up with something – to keep the bills away from Ryan Tannehill because they've obviously had the worst pass protection in the league so far, and they're not going to win this game if they're giving up five, six, seven sacks. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know how you're saying we haven't played any teams with just a real dominant pass rush considering. No, I'm talking about Cardinals. lately. Talking about lately. <laughs> considering you had the Cardinals put up six sacks on us and then you had, uh, who was it that, had five sacks. Was it uh, the Jets? I believe. Am I remembering uh, that right? Uh, I can't remember exactly. Uh, get into a couple more comments, right? Quick. Ta saying live streams go off topic sometimes. Yeah, man, we're we're definitely starting to figure that out. But it's it's fun interacting. I mean, one reason we wanted to get to this point was interacting with people, and he's getting ready to go. And yeah, Ta, we appreciate you tuning in, man. Um, yeah, thanks for stopping by. And then Courtney Jackson saying we should get Michael Pruitt involved in the offense more. He is a weapon. And I feel like that is a good comment to hit on because I agree. I, yeah, I do too. 
I mean, he has made some big plays for us since being back here in Tennessee. We, you know, Ferkser, he's been going through. He hadn't looked like what he looked like last year. Had some drops. And then Swain, I think he just needs to be off the field right now because the main thing he's here for is blocking. And I don't know if you went back and got to watch it or seen where some people broke down film. But, like, a couple of the runs where Derrick Henry got stopped, like, in the backfield, it's because Swain just flat out missed his block. I mean, it looked like Tim Tebow in the preseason. Yeah, I mean, for for me, like, it's kind of hard to start to get other people involved in the offense when you can't even keep people off of Ryan Tannehill for more than two seconds. Um, so I think that might be part of it. but. Also, at the same time, we know that they get into that repetitive offense mode where it's literally run Derek Henry on first and second down and then either pass it to A.J. Brown or Julio, if you even have those guys on the field. We haven't these past couple of weeks except for A.J. Brown last week. Um, or come run some crazy wildcat trick play and try <laughs> to get a first down there. On hey, third. That, that wildcat trick play was working, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually like to see him mixing it up with stuff like that. And I think having Pruitt involved a little bit more would probably be a good thing, um, especially, like, I think you made a good point earlier that Ferkser, I think he might be a guy, and I don't know, I need to see a little bit more of him, but I think he might be a guy that thrives more as a tight end too. And I think maybe Michael Pruitt should be the guy that steps up into that tight end one role. And he may very well do it. Like I said, he's been making, so far this year, out of our tight ends, he's been the one making, like, the big plays for us, whether it be the first down catch or, you know, a third down catch getting the first down or whether it's him getting in the other team's head and causing them to get a penalty to move us on down the field. I mean, just something to spark the offense and – get us going and that's what we need right now is just someone especially when Julio and AJ were out I mean we needed a guy that could make plays for us he had that touchdown against Jacksonville where I mean really it was a blown coverage by Jacksonville but he was wide open was able to you know he didn't start looking upfield before he caught the ball he made sure he secured it and then took off for the touchdown so I definitely don't think it would hurt to get him more involved. And, and I mean, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go on. Uh, I mean, I was just going to mention that we were talking about the Titans offense and I had something to bring up here about Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer there at safety. I mean, how do we think that's going to affect what the Titans are trying to do on offense? Because that's a duo that's been together since 2017 and they're solid back there at safety. Um, I mean, it's going to be hard to get anything over the top over them. I mean, what do you got to do to have some productive offense against these guys? Because the bills on defense have just been incredible. Find creative ways to get the uh, ball in your playmakers hands. I mean, I mean that, that that's going to be the main thing. And I know it sounds kind of basic, but if you get the ball, if you find a creative way to get the ball in Julio Jones's hands or A.J. Brown's hands and just let them try to make a play. But 
you know, even with that being said, Julio Jones has been one of those guys throughout his career that even when he faces defenses that teams, other teams have had trouble getting over the top on, he finds a way to do it. So, yeah, because he's just a, a different type of athlete. And, you know, like I said, it just, it depends. And right here, I want to bring up this comment from Jessica. She I was said just about to bring and Poyer will be closer to the line than they were against Kansas City. And that is a very good point because looking back through the games that They definitely Buffalo should has, be, anyways. Right. The games that Buffalo has played this year, they have not played a team with the caliber running back that the Titans have in Derrick Henry. So if they want to back those guys off and have them down the field to keep A.J. and Julio from taking, taking the top off, by all means, back them up and let Derrick Henry face a box that's not that stacked. Yeah, I mean, they kind of have to pick and choose there because it's either going to be Derrick Henry going for six, seven, you know, another five, just literally shredding them on every single run, or you move those, you bring those guys up to help out a little bit. And I mean, now Julio and AJ are both back. And I'm sure Ryan Tannehill is kind of itching to be able to throw it downfield to those guys after having having Julio having them both out against the Jets and then only AJ, who of course was getting all the attention against the Jaguars. And honestly, don't overlook Marcus Johnson because if Julio and AJ are back, then Marcus Johnson's not going to be going up against like one of their top corners. So if Hyde and Poyer are having to come up to help out with Henry. And, you know, Jessica says another thing, uh, KC did not get behind the Bills. No, they didn't. And the main thing is, even with all the weapons that Kansas City has, they don't have a running back that is a threat like Derrick Henry. I mean, I mean that, does that anybody? Could, no, not in my opinion. You'll have Browns fans arguing that they have Chubb, but – you know, not trying to say anything bad on him, but he's out. He hasn't again. even been the best running back on his team this year. Well, he's out injured again. So, you know, it. No one in the league has a running back uh, like Henry. Uh, and I mean, Jessica is just she's giving us some good stuff to talk about here. In the last three meetings, Henry has not gotten over eighty yards against the Bills. Um, you have hopefully, anything? I mean, hopefully that definitely changes this time. I feel like it should. The only the only way that that doesn't happen, the only way he does not get over eighty yards, is if the Bills come out and go ahead by two or three scores within, you know, by the middle of the second quarter. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to go back through and look at uh this game last year. You know, yeah, Henry did. He only had 57 yards against them last year, but he had two touchdowns. So, you know, I at that point, I would take him not getting 100 if he's putting up two or three touchdowns. Well, I need those yards from him for, for some bets I got going on. So. <laughs> uh, well, I mean – for this game, you have anything else that you're really wanting to hit on as far as just talking about these two teams battling it out again? 
this year? I mean, for me, I'm ready to start getting into some of these segments we've got uh, whenever you are. All right. Well, with that being said, we will, our first segment that we always hop into is our bets. So let's get into best bets. Now, um, presented to you by DraftKings. There's another week of the NFL coming up. So, I mean, obviously another shot to win big money. Uh, DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can come in, use our promo code TPPN, and bet $1 to win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. This has been the, the deal for, what, it was. this was the same deal as last week. Um, yep. And I, I keep mentioning the last zero-to-zero zero tie in the NFL was in 1943, so obviously a no-brainer. Um, if you live in a state that doesn't have uh, the sports book available, I think Alabama is one of those, um, DraftKings is not going to leave you out to dry. Everybody can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. Um, as far as that goes, DraftKings has given all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in top in total prizes with their first deposit. Once again, promo code TPPN. Um, otherwise, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, throw down $1 on any NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Man, sounds like you need a breather after that. <laughs> um, and then one more thing to throw out. The general info for this game, um, obviously, coming from DraftKings, the Bills are favored by five and a half points, and the point total right now is set at 53. Which I'm just going to say, it. I, I guess after the Bills' last couple of games, it's kind of surprising that they're not favored by more than that. Well, I mean, uh, I want to see in the chat, how do you guys feel about the Bills being favored by almost a touchdown? I mean, I know you were just about to say that you you felt like they might should be favored by more. Well, but. I'm just I'm surprised Vegas doesn't have them favored by more. Just with how, I mean, they went up against Kansas City, beat them by like what eighteen, uh, and they've yeah, just been yeah. sent ever since week two. They have been destroying teams. Which again, going through that list, not you know not taking anything away from the Bills, but it's not like they've played the best competition in the NFL, but getting into our best bets. I know we usually both throw two out there. Uh, I'm going to throw one of mine out there. And first. We, we both currently sit at two and four. So we've got some catching up to do to get back to even. We do. Um, my first one that I'm going to throw out there is that Randy Bullock is for his kicking points. Over six and a half. Okay. I don't know how I, I feel about that one. Um, it, it's one of those when you look at it, you're kind of wondering. But, again, with how this Bills defense has been playing, Tennessee, I, I believe they're going to – I think they will move the ball pretty well. And it could give bullet chances if they have drives that stall out. That's true. I mean – I didn't even see that one on there. That's that's a, an interesting one. Um, first one I'm going to throw out. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, first one I'm going to throw out is Dawson Knox as an anytime touchdown scorer. It's at plus 140. Um, 
So even better than even odds. Uh, he scored a touchdown in every game since week one. I don't think he's going to stop here. Um, yes, I think somebody's going to score a touchdown against the Titans. Um, <laughs> that's comments going to kill you over that one. <laughs> no, um, no, I think I think that's a good one. Um, I honestly didn't even look at the anytime touchdown scores because it seems like no matter who I bet on in those. I will bet on the top guys and then some random fifth string tight end or lineman will score the touchdown. So I've just kind of given up on throwing those out there. Um, The next one that I'm going to throw out is actually going to be for Josh Allen. Over 288 and a half pass yards. I mean, he likes to throw the ball around. Listen, here's and the thing, too. When they get ahead, they they don't stop throwing the ball. They exactly. keep throwing the ball, and they're they're especially going to do it in this game because I'm sure they want to do exactly what the Titans did to them last season, um, keep piling the points on. So, And, and we'll get into a little bit later if we think that's actually going to happen or not. Uh, but I just – when you're looking at guys like Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady – Josh Allen, guys like that, whenever I see 288 yards or where they just have to hit 289 yards, I'm like, that's just that's just another casual day for them. Yeah, these like, guys hit <laughs> 300 yards like it's nothing. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I, I, I got to go with that one. Um, my, my last one, and I thought you said you had one for Ryan Tannehill, but you may have just skipped over it. Um, well, I – I wrote down four because we don't get together on these before we record. True, and especially true. doing this live stream, I wanted to write down four in case we ran into something where maybe we ended up with the same one as each other. Because what oh. fun is that if we both throw out the same one and then get it right? I mean, I, I'm trying to beat you on this. True, true. Um, I'm going to say Ryan Tannehill's longest rush over 10 and a half yards. And that is – Minus 110. Um, he's averaged 7.6 yards per attempt this season, which is the highest of his career, believe it or not, even though he's getting up to like 34, I think. Um, I think he's going to drop back more than normal this game. Uh, so between possibilities to scramble and then they might throw in that read option a little bit that they they like to run sometimes. Um, I think that he's going to have at least one over 10 and a half yards. All right, so you're saying his longest rush over 10 and a half? Yeah. Is that right? All right, and I didn't throw the odds out there for mine, but just – and I'm not count. these won't be counting towards uh, what we've thrown out there for our best bets. But I didn't – I want to throw these out there just so everyone knows in case they're not on the DraftKings app. Uh, they also have Ryan Tannehill uh, over or under 15 and a half rush yards. So if he gets that longest run of over 10 and a half, I mean, he'll be closing in on the over for this. Um, And then they have Henry's rushing yards listed at 97 and a half. So I want to just something a little bit different here. I want to know your thoughts on that. Well, I'm going to throw something up. I'm going to throw something up, up here on the screen for you. (laughs) <laughs> I I was wondering if you were going to go back to that. Um, so I, I just seen those, thought it was interesting, wanted to point them out to you. Uh, we'll get into uh, 
couple of these comments again. Uh, my wife saying, I'm thinking O-line may be our weak point again this game. That being said, moving down the field may not be our forte unless Henry can break some deep runs. And I agree. It's going to be tough. Uh, one thing we haven't talked about that Courtney brings up, I'm happy to get Avery Williamson back. He's a solid linebacker. And I, I'm going to say this. His game, as far as his coverage, his game, and and I've seen some other people mention this as well, Rashawn Evans' game, they are similar in how they play and what their strengths and weaknesses are. The difference is Avery doesn't get you the stupid penalties that Rashawn Evans gets you. And he's, he's probably going to be more discipline as far as knowing what gaps he needs to fill. He's not just going to blindly guess and let the running back have a wide open lane off in a different gap. That was the one he was supposed to be filling. So, yeah, I, I'm happy to have him back as well. Uh, Jessica saying the Bills strongest and deepest positions are the defensive line and wide receiver. And T.A., Derrick Henry is the best Titan of all time. And Oh, yeah. I completely, I, I completely agree. 100% agree with you there, T.A. I mean, we cannot argue that point. Just what what he is doing right now. And At, at this point, I, dude, this is his third season in a row that he is putting up some of these crazy, insane games. you got to just give it to him at this point. I mean – and. I seen, I've been seeing T.A. mention this on Twitter. I had uh, mentioned this as well, I think, whenever um, I'd seen something being tweeted out about what Henry was doing. And he's not even in the MVP conversation right now. And I know it's early in the season, but again, you have it coming down to the only people in that conversation are quarterbacks. You have a running back who is on pace for over 2,000 yards again. I mean, he's on he's on pace to break so many records this year. And Let me just say running, that I agree with everything that you're saying, but it's a quarterback league. But still, when you have a running back that is on this pace and no other running back after running for 2,000 yards has even – hit like over 1500 yards i believe it is like how can you not see what he is doing and say okay this guy belongs in this mvp conversation i mean he's on pace for to break the russian record russian yards record and he's on pace for like 24 or 25 touchdowns yeah i mean he's uh, if he keeps up what he's doing he's going to have an insane season i agree with this right here Titan Anderson oh, yeah. says statue if he gets a ring. I mean, that would be that would be cool. Right out in front of the stadium, just a huge Derrick Henry statue with eye, big the big eyes this big <laughs> and a stiff arm out. I mean, all right. Let me ask you this: What For, stiff arm do you put on the statue? Exactly. What's that's the only <laughs> but, question. I mean, do you do you do do you go with him putting Josh Norman completely horizontal? I, I think you have to. I, I mean, I mean because the, then the only thing is jo- that, that, because then Josh Norman could definitely never come back to Nissan Stadium <laughs> if that's out there because 
like <laughs> it's going to be out there in a stat in statue form. You've uh, but you've also got Earl Thomas too. I mean, using him as a the, blocker. I mean, look, the Earl Thomas one was good, but when you take another grown man and have him horizontal in the air, and the crazy thing is that play got called back, but it was still the best five yard run ever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the thing. See, the thing that you come in with the problem there, though, is you come into a problem putting the statue together because he was literally completely horizontal. I mean, how do you get him held up on the statue? I mean, look, they I mean, you you come into they a, find they find ways to do. You're right. You're right. These these statues. I I'm not a statue maker. I I don't know how <laughs> they do it, but I'm sure they could figure out a way to do it. And. Uh, Bryce saying he is on uh, pace for 2,000 yards. Yeah, he's on pace for, I mean, closing in on 2,200 yards. I, mean, I need him to break the record. And, I mean, yeah, you, you've got to bet on that. <laughs> so uh, I, 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 should, I feel like I should probably get like an extra point in the best bets if that ends up hitting. Because you know, I, I, I put that in before. I put that in you right did. after the news came out about there being another game put in, is it, exactly when I put that I in. I will tell you this. If, we would have started the best bet segments back then. I would let it roll over in, but we can't grandfather it in right now. I'm just going to, I need to get on there and see if they even still have it because I would love to get in on it right now. Obviously the odds wouldn't be as good as what you got on that, but I mean, still it would be good to have. And then uh, my wife saying, yes, the big eyes. I mean, I guess that's just his way of concentrating when he is running the ball down the field is doing that. I mean, his eyes get big and he's like, okay, uh, I'm fixing to, you know, put you down with this stiff arm. I mean, it's, it's iconic at this point, you know? And I mean, now I, I feel like we need to get into some of our other segments here. Uh, we've already been going for over 45 minutes. So, we need to uh, get into your stat chat segment and let the people hear what you have. Uh, did, did you take it off there? Uh, I was trying to put it on. Man, just <laughs> all right. Miscommunication there between us, but let Regardless, everyone know we your, uh, your stat chat for this week. All right. So, I mean, we've been talking about the fact that. The Bills, they're one of the best defenses in the league right now. Um, so I, I felt like it would be appropriate to bring up some stats about their defense um, and their team in general uh, is what I'm going to talk about at first. Um, but uh, football outsiders, obviously they've got the DVOA that they measure, um, defensive adjusted value over average, which is basically they take, okay, how how good was this play above the average uh, baseline in the league. And then they adjust it based on how good is, is the defense that they're, that they're doing this against. Um, so obviously every play has a different value on third down and three, um, four yards is going to be better than four yards on a first and 10. I mean, that it's just a more valuable play in that scenario. And then if that same third down and three getting four yards, if that came against the bills, uh, other than the Jaguars, I mean, that would be weighted a little bit more. I don't know how much they exactly weight 
the the defenses. But regardless, um, they've got uh, a forty three point two percent defensive adjusted value over average for the first five games this season. Um, and they sit way ahead of every other defense in the league right now. The Panthers are at number two with 16.6. So 43.2%. And that's actually measured by how well the offensive doing. So those are negative values. But the, the the further negative the number is for the defense, the better they're playing. Because the literally teams against the Bills are getting 43.2% worse plays than what is average in the NFL. So – I mean, they've just been by far the best defense in the NFL by that measure this season. And then where this really gets interesting is that the Bills have been – they rank ninth on the list of teams with the highest total DVOA, which is a combination of their offensive and defensive, um, through the first five games since 1983. So since 1983, some of the best teams through – the first five games. I mean, you've got the 2009 New Orleans Saints um, with Drew Brees, Darren Sharper, Will Smith, who had 13 sacks that season, um, Tracy Porter, Roman Harper. Um, and then you've got the 2013 Denver Broncos, Peyton Manning, Chris Harris Jr., Danny Trevathan, Von Miller. So you've got these teams that were just incredible. Um, and that's where the Bills are ranking with right now through the first five games. And, there, and there's teams that played better than that um because the bills ranked ninth and then uh the saints were seventh and the no i'm sorry the saints were eighth and the broncos were tenth but just being ranked up there with those teams i mean that's just incredible like they've been playing so well um they are as far as the defensive dvoa through the first five games historically they're second of all time um, and they only trailed the 2019 New England Patriots, um, which we know how good that defense was, even though, might I add, who took down that team? So uh, even though they they were historically the best through the first five games, the Titans were the one that came in and, and put down the Patriots. Um, the odds that they keep up that level of defensive play, it's not likely. Um but they do have one of the easiest strengths of schedule in the NFL. That's something that you mentioned earlier. Um, and then as far as offensively, Dawson Knox, this is why I took that bet. He's had a 57% successful play rate in the red zone this season, and that's resulted in three uh, touchdowns for him while they're in the red zone. So that's why I ended up taking that anytime touchdown score. I mean, I, I told you I thought it was a good bet to uh, take and – I'm just going to be honest. This is why you handled the stat chat segment because you really know how to dive in on some of this stuff. I'm pretty sure. I I mean, I can sit back and look and tell you, okay, that was good play. They're doing good here. This defense. Yeah. I I can tell you a little bit, but you're diving. Well, luckily I wasn't the one that was tasked with coming up with this formula for (laughs) for DVOA because it's, it's extremely complicated. It took me a while to, to, Understand. Get it to the point where I I could explain really what it was, and I still don't do it justice on how great of a stat <laughs> I actually think it is. But I mean, like you said, the Bills, their defense for sure is on pace for. They're you know, historically I mean, good. They, I mean, yeah, historically. Right there, you know, she said it. Their 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 offense too, and again, you just have to wonder: is that maybe kind of skewed just a little bit? 
because of teams they're playing. I mean, I know this is the NFL. Any team can beat any team on any given Sunday. I mean, all you have to do is have a team have an awful week. But yeah, you look at their schedule, I mean, it's not like it's just crazy the teams that they've played. Well, their schedule has been easy so far. But the crazy thing is it's easy for the rest of the – I mean, compared to some of the other teams, like the Titans have a tough schedule coming up. The Bills' schedule is not that tough coming up. And, I mean, I think that uh, the official tie. I think he made a good point here. I mean, we're really going to see how good they are because, I mean, granted, their stats and everything show right now that they're better than the Titans. Uh, and they did beat the Chiefs, who were one of the best teams in the NFL. But can they keep that up on a week-to-week basis? Well, and you and I have talked about this some. Um, and it's it's good to say, but also bad to say. It's good to say when you're going up against teams that are really good, but bad to say when they're going up against teams that are bad. The Titans kind of played to their competition. So yeah. this this Bills team that is that's going for historically good, the Titans may be ready to go Monday night and just put them down. And wanting to get into a couple more comments, Jessica saying, please, guys, don't forget the late, great Steve McNair. Definitely not forgetting uh, McNair, but just in our lifetime more, uh, you know, this is – McNair was great. His toughness, never questioned his toughness. But what Henry's doing over the past couple years, I mean, it it bumps him up there. And I know T.A. has mentioned this several times if henry is able to lead us to a ring that kind of that kind of seals the deal for sure on who the greatest titan ever is i mean if he's able to get us a ring and also want to say give a shout out to al pierce uh tighten up man glad to have you here in the chat and add all you had for our stat chat segment there tanner yeah let's move it on all right let's get into our quick hitters So we start these off with our keys to the game. Um, I'm going to go first on this. My key to the game is going to be we got to get after Josh Allen and get him down. Uh, Don't let him escape the pocket and – kill us with his legs. I mean, even though he can kill us with his arm too, we have to get pressure on him and get him down. Uh, don't don't just let him extend plays like crazy. Well, I'm going to say this exactly as I, as I have it in my notes here. Uh, get pressure on Allen early. <laughs> so, I mean, and, I, I think it's important. And it, look, it's going to be a tough task offensively for the Titans. I mean – that's just – there's no way around that. So, at least if they can get pressure on Allen and kind of disrupt things for the Bills offensively, maybe that can keep things even there. And it, it's funny. I know whenever we came down and hung out earlier, you were trying to hide your notes from me. I promise you I did not see any of them. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I really didn't. But I think that's going to be the biggest thing. I mean – we kind of know what to expect from our offense and how our offense is going to run. 
I mean, we're we're gonna they're gonna get a heavy dose of Derrick Henry, and we're gonna have Julio and AJ back, and hopefully they can help us shred this Bills defense somehow, some way. I want to go ahead and say for for those that are in the live stream here, go ahead and be putting your bold predictions and score predictions for the game down in the chat so that when we get to those here in just a second, we can put them up on the screen. All right, sorry, continue on. For for sure. Um, But I I think that we both know that if you find a way to keep this Bills team from driving down the field and putting up points, I mean, you better your chances of winning this game. Like, by a lot versus just our offense trying to score with them constantly. So I I feel like that's why we had to go with that. And now we will start, you mentioned it for the people in the chat. We'll start getting into, uh, to our bold predictions and score predictions. We will start off with friend of the show, Drake. Um, let me get this banner off here right quick. His, Score prediction, he has the Bills winning this game, 35-28. to 28. Uh, His bold prediction is that Derrick Henry rushes for 190 yards and Josh Allen throws for over 400 yards. Now, I went back and looked, and the Bills have not allowed any running back to even get close to to 100 yards this season. So if Henry was able to put up 190 yards on them, that is, I mean, Derrick Henry's great, but that's going to be really saying something against this Bills defense. And if he puts up 190 against them, that better put him in the MVP conversation. True, true. (laughs) Um, Getting to our next one, uh, my wife has a Titans win. 27 to 24 bold prediction that the Titans sack Josh Allen twice considering he's only been sacked five times this year. I'm going to count it as a bold prediction. Yeah. I mean, I think so too. Um, especially and, for this Titans team that's struggled to, to get pressure sometimes. Well, I mean, they, they've been getting pressure, just haven't been able to. Well, they can't the get, deal. they can't get home. So Yeah. And then we have another friend of the show, Spencer. He has the Titans win in a very close one, 31 to 30. Bold prediction, Bills hold Henry under 100 yards rushing. Now, this is one of those bold predictions where you kind of toss it up and you're like, okay, is this that bold or Well, I've got one that's kind of on the line too. So, Well, because it's one of those things where, like I mentioned, the Bills have not allowed – any running back to get close to 100 yards, but you're talking about Derrick Henry. So it's one of those where it has to count because you're talking about Derrick Henry. And do we have any uh, thing in the chat? Well, I'm going to go ahead and and throw this up here. Um, Can the Titans get pressure before like Pittsburgh did? I don't know. Um, that's a really tough question because the Bills, I mean, they've been great since that game about keeping the pocket clean for Josh Allen. Yeah, it's, uh, which hopefully, like you said, hopefully Dupree will be back. That will help, I feel like. 
Um, then Harold Landry having just an outstanding season. Um, I, I think he's going to be able to get after Josh Allen. I really do. And then you have Autry, who's been playing good. Simmons, who, I mean, really you can say that his he is going unnoticed right now. I mean, there's been a lot of back and forth on Twitter about Jeffrey Simmons and his play this year of is he doing enough? What? But the guy is legit taking on double and triple teams. And last week against Jacksonville had like seven quarterback pressures still. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if the Titans can get pressure with four. Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of it is going to come down to how is Bud Dupree going to be playing in in this game? I mean, if he can bring it, then you've got him and Harold Landry, who's been playing great, like you mentioned, Danico Autry. So, I mean, if Bud Dupree can bring it, then you got a good shot. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to say hi to JD right quick. Tighten up. How's it going tonight? And... I'm going to let you go first with your – go ahead and throw out your bold prediction and score prediction. Uh, my bold I'm gonna, prediction – We talked about this earlier. I've been going back and forth on this so much. I still need time to decide how I'm going to throw out my score prediction. Yeah, um, and I ran this bold prediction by you earlier, so I don't want to hear anything about it. Um, if anybody in the chat thinks that it's not bold enough, let me know because i got another one here for backup. Um, but I think it's going to be over – 65 points total scored in the game. Um, and then, the, I mean, the total set at 53. So that's 12 more than than what Vegas has it set at. Um, and then I've got my score prediction. Um, Bills 40, Titans 38. I, I, I'm going to have to – here's the thing. I said, I said if they take one of the next two games, I consider that a success. And I'm – I promise. Come back and check me next week on the podcast. I think they beat the Chiefs, so I do. Th- I, I I think they're going to drop this one to the Bills, but I think it's going to be okay because they're going to come back. They're going to win against the Chiefs, and uh, they're going to go on a run. Well, and this is again something else me and you have talked about. Of we would consider it a success if they get one of these next two games. I mean, if they get both, then great. But if they can get one of them, we feel like the Kansas City game would be the one that they would be more likely to win. Because let's be honest, Kansas City is not playing like Kansas City from the previous two years. No, they, they're not. I mean, their defense they is they not very near as good. Um, that's well, their still, defense is worse than the league. Yeah, I mean, that's the one place that you can take advantage. And if you get ahead on them early, then it's – I mean, I think you got to beat in that scenario. Um, I'm going to give you some more time to think on your score prediction because I I know you're having a hard time with it. I'm going to throw up some some bold predictions and score predictions that we've got. We've got the official tie, Titans 34 to 31. Bold prediction, AJ, Julio, and Henry all have 100-plus yards. I mean, for all three of them to get over that, that, (laughs) that that would be a solid game offensively. So um, That would be a crazy game offensively. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and I hope that is the score prediction that we see there, something like that, because I, I do want a high-scoring game. Um, I think it'd be fun to watch. Um, obviously, it'd be a lot more fun to watch if the Titans come out on top. 
and I think we got a couple more score predictions you can throw up there. Um, you may be lagging a little bit. There we go. Uh, so Courtney's saying offensive defensive line must play well, be extremely physical, and stay disciplined. We got to be aggressive with play calling, and Tannehill can't hold the ball too long. Thirty-one to twenty Titans, and I agree with that. Hey, I, aggressive play calling. I like it. Tannehill has because some of these sacks that he's taken are on him where he's just oh yeah I agree the ball completely. a little too long and even just not trying to escape the pocket I mean we've seen he can run so if you get an opportunity if you feel the pressure bearing down escape the pocket or just get the ball out um then Jessica saying 38 16 bills uh al pierce saying i guess bowen has designed a dime package to use against allen they tried it out on the jags and rd score on scored on one of the plays uh al follows it up by saying 31 28 titans and how's it going sm ducky thanks for hopping in the chat here um now i want to start this by saying in our season predictions that we threw out. I did have the Titans losing this game to the Bills because it is a revenge game for the Bills. I feel like, I I said this before the season, I feel like they're going to come down to Nashville after what happened last year and be looking to destroy the Titans. Like, they want to just, like you said earlier, do what the Titans done to them last year. And I've also said on here that when it gets into the season, it is hard for me to pick against the Titans. I I just, I don't like doing it. And guess what? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to have the Titans winning this game. I do think it's going to be a high scoring game. I'm going to go Titans 35, Bills 33 and my bold prediction is that and i ran this by you ryan Tannehill is going to have four total touchdowns so yeah, i mean against this bills team like I'll, I'll give you that to be bold if they were playing i don't know if they were playing kansas city next week that's not bold because you know obviously we mentioned worst defense in the league um, but well, it, week, it's going to be interesting right. to see what we throw out for next week's game. But um, you know, one more comment throw up here: Kansas City has played the hardest schedule so far. Uh, beware! All their arrogance has been knocked out of them. And you know, they looking at the teams they've played. They played Baltimore. They played the Bills. Um, I think they played the Chargers. Played the Chargers, which is the, the Chargers, um, are good. And I'm trying to think of who else they have played. But, um, oh, yeah, Cleveland. Um, you know, they, they have had a tough schedule to start out. but They've also like had a lot of injuries defensively. Yeah, the, their defense, I mean, their defense this year is worse than uh, the Titans' defense was last year. And... Just with their offense, really, 
their offense hasn't been looking like their offense. I mean, granted, could be from them playing better defenses or whatever, but some people are even saying, hey, Tampa showed the way to beat them in the Super Bowl. Just drop everybody back and get after Patrick Mahomes with four guys. Right. And to my wife, I'm saying I'm that, you that combined here. Yes, combined. Just total touchdowns, four total touchdowns. Whether it be running them in, throwing them, he's going to have four total. That's the so, easy way out. No, it's not. The, look, you knew exactly what I meant when I ran it by you earlier, so don't give me that. You're right, you're right. So I think that's uh, all that I'm going to have for this game. Um, I, I'm trying to think. There was, yes, one other thing, because I seen this on Twitter earlier. Bill's Mafia is coming. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the video that the Bills Twitter posted, but I mean, a plane just absolutely filled with Bills fans, and Bills Mafia travels well. I mean, oh, they, they do. do, and I and I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit of a hostile environment that, for you on Monday night. <laughs> this is the first time I'm getting to go to a Monday night game in Nissan Stadium. And the first time I'm getting to go to a game against them playing the Bills. So, you know, it, it, it's going to be uh, interesting to see uh, how that environment is there. I, I, I kind of want to see a couple tables tables get dove through. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not going to do it because, you know, I, I got to get up and work the <laughs> next couple days afterwards. <laughs> but I want to be able to move. But, you know, just seeing them do it, that, that'd be pretty fun. There you go. There we go. So, I mean, I mean, like I said, Bill's Mafia travels well. I mean, I, I definitely think it's going to be one of those issues where, yes, it's a home game, but uh, there's going to be a lot of Bill's fans there, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said, they are one of the teams that I feel like their fan base, their fan base as far as traveling and supporting the team is probably one of the best fan bases in the league. You agree? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, to me, they just have one of the most fun teams to watch in the NFL. I mean, they have a great offense that, is taking risks at the right time, you know? Um, and then a defense <laughs> that... Hold on, Sorry, me, I'm, I'm laughing at one of the comments. I know, I wanted to pull it up here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then also a defense that's literally just shutting everybody out. So to me, I mean, other than the Titans, I, I other than the Titans, I want to specify that. I think they're the most fun team to watch in the NFL right now. So, I mean, you could see why. And then, of course, Bills fans are, are just – they're just that way anyways. So, whether yeah, and, they're good or not. And, Courtney, I'm just going to tell you uh, how – as much as we would appreciate the Super Chat, I, I think you have to pick your battles very well. And if they are willing to jump off of, uh, you know, dip off of top of trucks, campers, and everything – through a table, 
more than likely I'm not going to pick a fight with them because I am not that crazy. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to give you some friendly advice here and tell you it's probably not a good idea to pick a fight with a Bills fan. Well, plus I want to be able to stay in the stadium and watch the game. True. True. <laughs> you know, if I get in a fight, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and get to a couple more of these before we hop off here. Jessica saying Bills, Pittsburgh, and Green Bay are the best traveling fans. Agreed. Um. You know, I, I could definitely see that. Uh, like I said, definitely agree. Hopefully the, the Titans can become one of those teams. Yeah, I mean, I've been hearing some stories about some people traveling like crazy. A uh, guy at work told me some of his friends a couple years ago whenever they had the Titans had the playoff game in Kansas City. They didn't have – these people didn't have any tickets to the game. They drove to Kansas City just to tailgate outside of the stadium they tailgated outside the stadium got to you know talking to some chiefs fans and everything uh you know just going back and forth with them messing around and said that you know hey we did we don't even have tickets we just come out here tailgate and said you know we might try and go up there and find some tickets uh after the game starts and that chiefs fan told him uh, just stay right here a minute and went and found them tickets to get into the game so you know, it, it, it's already happening. And then my wife's saying we need to go live if a fight breaks out. I mean, hey, it might be good YouTube views. Um, but that's true. I, I, I'm not going to say whether or not I would get my ass whipped or if I would whoop someone's ass. It, I, I'm not going to throw that out there. Either way, good YouTube views. <laughs> we'll just we'll stick with that. And I think that's going to be it for what I have. Uh this time for real. Don't know if you have anything else, but we appreciate everyone that's been here in the chat, putting comments out there. I mean, we didn't know what to expect with our first ever live stream, man. This has been awesome. We're looking forward to doing it again for sure. Yeah, I enjoyed it 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, I just want to thank everybody that came and watched us live and made this first live stream a success because we were talking before and we were like, I mean, even if we just have a couple people in here, you know, like that's a success. Like we, we didn't know. We, we had no idea what to expect, like you said. So uh, it's definitely been fun. And um, I hope that next time we come on here and go live, don't know when that'll be, but I hope we can have a similar turnout. Hopefully start, you know, improving every time. You know, if you haven't subscribed, we would appreciate it. If you did go down and subscribe, like the video, uh, you know, it just helps the channel grow. And the more we grow, the more people we can interact with and have even more people in the chat. trying to get trying to get to my part here so i can do it <laughs> all right and then that's been it thanks for for tuning in with us um if you're listening afterwards on the podcast thanks for listening hope everybody enjoyed the show this has been titan's time and as always tighten up